What's Good Podcasters. Welcome back to another episode of My Thoughts, My Pen Sports Podcast. Week 10 of the NFL is now in the books, boy. And I tell you, some of these games make you scratch your head and like, man, what the fuck happened? <laughs> so I'm going to give you all those updated stats of Week 10. We're going to talk about my top four games. We're going to let y'all know who's climbing from the fifth spot in this prediction pool and tied number one right now. Woo-woo! Shorty came from the bottom damn near. <laughs> then we're going to talk about... um. The NBA stats and scores and who's leading and what score and stats and all that good stuff. So let's get straight to this week 10, man. Week 10. <sighs> My Ravens lost to the Dolphins, guys. <laughs> and it's depressing to say that. <sighs> we fell into that trap. The Dolphins came away 22 to 10. The Cowboys, though. The Cowboys spanked the hell out of the Falcons 43 to 3. The Titans beat the Saints barely, 23-21. The Jags and the Colts, the Colts got that one, 23-17. The Pats and the Browns, the Pats spanked the Browns, 45-7. The Bills and the Jets, the Bills got that one, 45-17. The Lions and the Steelers, neither team came away with a win on that week. (laughs) They got a tie. They both ended up 16-16. <laughs> oh, man, that is that is just sad right now, man. Like, Steelers, you telling me that you couldn't beat a winless team? And all you Steelers fans was talking about, oh, y'all barely beat Detroit. It wasn't for Justin Tucker kicking that 66-yarder. And it wasn't for the referees not throwing the flag on the delay game and dot, dot, dot. Man, fuck up. We got the victory and y'all didn't. Y'all had like four or five opportunities to end the game. And y'all couldn't. <laughs> oh, man. Golly. Back to, the, back to these schools, man. The Bucks in the, in the, in the Washington. Uh, uh, Washington got that with 29-19. Uh, the Panthers and the Cardinals. The return of Cam Newton. He got his first victory first on his first game with back with the uh Panthers. They got that one 34 to 10. The Vikings in the charge. The Vikings got that one 27 to 20. The Eagles and the Broncos. The Broncos lost the 30 to 13. Packers and Seahawks. The Packers came away with that one with a nice shot out the return of Aaron Rodgers. 17 to 0. The Chiefs and the Raiders, and the Raiders did not show up, and now they let the Chiefs claim number one in their division in the AFC West. They got that one 41-14, and last night, the Rams and the 49ers, and I can tell you right now that the 49ers came away with a walloping, (laughs) when I say walloping, victory, a walloping, they whooped the Rams Ass 31 to 10. When I say they whooped their ass, they whooped their ass, man. <laughs> it was no ifs, ands, or buts about it. And I'm, I'm going to let y'all know about that more into my top four games, which I'm getting straight into. <laughs> because I don't even want to talk about them scores no more because them scores kind of messed up my damn prediction. Shoot. I was, I was having people buy one games and... And all this, I was claiming that number one spot for a nice several weeks. And now, uh, 
Gotta share this damn spot again. Uh, if it ain't one person, Deshaun, now I gotta share with. Let you know in a couple minutes. <laughs> but the top four games the Falcons and the Cowboys. And the question I had asked Will the Cowboys bounce back from the week before? And yes, they did. They bounced back so bad that they whooped that. They whooped the Falcons' ass, man. <laughs> I already gave you the score that 43 to 3. They whooped their ass. They showed that. Right now, the Falcons are, shouldn't be in the playoff bubble. I'm pretty sure, that, you know, once I check the stats uh, a little later, I'm pretty sure the Falcons is not going to be that number seven seed no more. <laughs> I can both definitely tell you that. And then my next question was, will the Falcons get 500? Nope. Couldn't see it. Didn't believe it. <laughs> Couldn't see the end zone good enough to even try to be 500, man. Because Matt Ryan was 9 for 21, 117 yards, and two interceptions. That's not going to get the job done, guys. That's not even going to have y'all even have teams scared to play y'all. Do you know what I mean? So, better luck next week, Falcons. Because Matt Ryan, you're going to have to do way better than some 9 from 21. Dak was 24 from 31, 296, two touchdowns, no interceptions. That's... That's that's a that's a good bounce back for Dak, man, because they had a disappointing loss to the Broncos. Cause the Broncos put a nice little beating on them, and now the the Cowboys had got back on track, and they showed that they are they was ready. It showed that all this uh, Super Bowl team and all this other shit, the Cowboys almost looked like the real deal, man. They got good defense. They got good offense. Special teams is not bad. That's all. That's all you need. As long as you have a good solid defense that can hold you throughout uh, the playoffs and the rest of the season, they gotta stay healthy and they can hold. Cowboys might be one of the teams that people need to start going and put their money on. <laughs> you know what I mean? They showed already that a difference in the quarterback play that Dak is way different than Andy Dalton was last year. So. Enough planes said I because I don't want to toot the Cowboys horn too much because the next thing you know, everybody going to be Cowboy fans and coming out and trying to be like, yeah, I'm a Cowboy. Nah. So <laughs> they just went up against a team that I felt like it was no match for them. I, I kind of figured that the Falcons was going to get that ass whipped by the Cowboys, but I believe thought the Falcons was going to score at least one touchdown. <laughs> Speaking of one touchdown. The Browns and the Pats. Because that's all the Browns threw up against the Pats. <laughs> One touchdown. And that was the opening touchdown. That was pretty much their opening closing that. <laughs> because the Browns really did not show up at all in any phases of the game. After that opening drive, that was it. You didn't really hear Miles Garrett name that much. He got the Mac Jones, I believe, one time throughout that game. But... Mac Jones showed me something, man. Mac Jones showed me that he got poised. He got his potential level is his thought level just rise. It is it's beyond the what everybody thought that the Patriots and Mac Jones was going to be this year. It's beyond that. It is now playoff or bust for the Patriots. At first, it was just like, oh, they rebuilding. They got a rookie quarterback. Don't expect these guys to really make it that far. Nah, Ryan Clark said it. Don't be surprised if the Patriots can end up in the Super Bowl. 
No, I don't believe that the Patriots will end up in the Super Bowl. But that is a team that is young, that is scary, and they well coached down there. Everybody is following the game plan. Everybody is saying, yes, Coach Belichick, we believe in this system. And yes, we is going to follow the system. That's all you hear. That's all you start to see now, that these guys are starting to just click at the right time and the right moment. Shit, you never know. They might try to catch Buffalo. I believe they only one game behind Buffalo in the uh, AFC East. So, if they going to wind up catching Buffalo, it looks like the NFC, AFC East is sending two teams to the playoff this year. <laughs> That's what it's starting to shape up and look like to be. So, <laughs> Pats, keep on going, man. They, 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 y'all, y'all whooping teams ass. Y'all whoop the Browns ass like they owed y'all something. And, you know, and another question I had asked was, was they going to slow down Nick Chubb? But Nick Chubb didn't play. COVID slowed him down. You know what I mean? So we didn't really see the full potential Browns, but they do have a top 10 offensive line. And that offensive line really did not show up this week. Which is cool. You know, everybody has a down week. You know what I mean? But that saying that, that the Pats now can move up from that seventh spot in the AFC. They potentially maybe can rise to about the sixth seed now, maybe. You know, now I don't, I don't believe they're going to get any higher than that. Maybe fifth seed because, you know, the top four teams is your division winners and all that good shit. So I could potentially see if. If the Pats keep winning and, and keep moving, that they can possibly be a fifth seed. And a scary fifth seed at that. You know what I mean? Mac Jones was 19 for 23, 198 yards, and three touchdowns. Where Baker Mayfield was 11 21, 73 yards, one touchdown, one interception. And my man got hurt. You know, Baker Mayfield was getting his ass whooped that game. I think it's almost about time to shut him down. I don't know because if y'all, he showed you that he he wants to be available. He showed you he got the toughness and everything that a franchise quarterback can can act can give you, you know. But I just think that you putting him out here and and it's his contract year, and I hate to say it, but it's a possibility that Shorty can get hurt hurt. And then y'all won't have him in the beginning of the next season or anything in that nature. So I think if the if the Browns can really put their faith in Case Keenum and get that running situation back on track, I think you need to go ahead and start Case Keenum soon because you got some good key division games coming up. You know, they got the Ravens and the Steelers coming up in the upcoming weeks soon. So I really think that the Browns should really think about uh sitting Baker Mayfield down because uh, you were sitting in that ninth spot until that loss and no telling what team that was underneath for you might have won or whatever that case may be. But if so, Browns, you're looking very, very suspect of getting into the playoffs this year. <laughs> so hopefully that they, they can get it together. The next game talking about getting it together is the Rams and the 49ers because the Rams... I just told my homeboys, Travis and Ty, remember in the group text when y'all was talking about the Rams could be the scariest team in the NFL because now they got OBJ. And I said that they may look good on paper, 
but will it look good on the field? And last night, the 49ers put a hurting on the Rams, dog. A hurting. The 49ers was laying lumber last night. That defense was out to hurt people. They was playing fast and physical yesterday. Boy, Lewis Reddick was like, man, you can just hear the popping sound all the way up here. If you can hurry up here, you can just wonder how it sounds down close. And, man, I had my surround sound on that TV. And, yes, indeedy, you can hear every pop that happened last night. And it was mainly the 49ers laying the pop last night. <laughs> Boy, because the first question was for the Rams was, can you get back on track, dog? That's two weeks straight that... Teams thought that you was going to win and you didn't show up. <laughs> you did not show up. Matthew Stafford is looking it's a little suspect the last two weeks. He's looking a little confused. He didn't know. I, I don't know, man. I'm not saying that Stafford is trash. I'm, that is not what I'm saying. But what I am saying is that Jared Goff could have did this. <laughs> At least Jared Goff got a tie with the Steelers this week, you know. That ain't no better than uh, losing, but shit, he ain't lose. And and the Rams don't look as scary, man. That defense, Aaron Donald doesn't look. He's getting in there, but they still double teaming Aaron Donald, and they, you know, I understand it's Von Miller first game with the um, Rams, but. He didn't he wasn't all that effective really. Now he was he was effective maybe three plays that I can count last night that he was in the backfield or at least stopping the running game. But besides that, nah dog. I ain't I ain't, I didn't see it from the Rams last night. <laughs> I really didn't. The Rams Rams almost looked as Jared Goff was playing in the back. Was back there again. Not saying that Jared Goff is some trash. But it's a reason why you trade him to the Lions. <laughs> and Matthew Stafford threw, what, two interceptions last night, man? Like, golly, dog. And he had a pick six. One of them, you dropped the fourth down to OBJ downfield, and y'all were just out of sync. Understandable. First game with each other. But I still wasn't a force it down there, knowing that this guy is probably doesn't really know the plays fully yet. And that second interception, and your tight end got to catch the ball on that one. <laughs> that was the tight end for he he bobbled that ball and uh, uh uh I forgot his first name, but Ward got that one right right place right time. Got the interception and scored. So the Rams look good on paper. So they got a bye week this week. Hopefully they can step it up during practice then the following week they can come out and start shooting again because they didn't look like the Super Bowl caliber team that everybody's painting them to be. Speaking of Super Bowl caliber, we all expect, well at least I expect my Ravens to be a Super Bowl caliber team, but that Thursday night game, it did not show that we are playoff ready, man. It shows that we have open gaps all in our defense, it shows that our offense struggles against a Pop Warner slash high school defense because there was no safety 
majority of that time, and they had nothing but DBs out in that field to make sure that they can catch Lamar. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because my man was 26 from 43, 238, one touchdown, one interception that he forced. Tua, he didn't even start the game. Brousset started the game. He was 11 for 23, 156 yards. Tua was 8 from 13, 158 yards. And that was it for the Miami Dolphins. The Dolphins' defense really won the game. They forced that turnover, that uh, fumbleness for Sammy Watkins and scored. And they had got, uh, I believe, what else did they do? Because the Dolphins, you know, it was like 6-3 going into halftime. It's not like the the Dolphins was 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 hurting the Ravens. You know, it was pretty much the Ravens hurting themselves because the Dolphins had over, like, 15 penalties, over 100 and some yards in penalties. I don't understand. Like, if you got that so many penalties and yards, how in the hell did you win the game? That's because the Dolphins did not get shook. They didn't get rattled. They didn't care about how hot uh, Lamar Jackson was or how hot the Ravens is or how lucky that these Ravens can come back and flip the switch. The Dolphins did not give two shits about none of that. The Ravens fell right into that damn trap. It was a trap game. You let a two-team win come out here and show and expose a team that we can almost say a Super Bowl caliber team if the right pieces is there. Or um, it, a high-power offense and the Dolphins didn't budge, wasn't scared of anything of that nature. So, that was, what's up with the Dolphins on that one, man? You know what I mean? We had some key parts. I said we got back Sammy. Sammy fell into that fumble trap. Uh, we didn't play Nick Boyle yet. Hopefully, he gets some bump this week against the Bears. And, as I said, defense looked like shit. Defense is suspect, man. Y'all, we... The Ravens need to figure out how to come up with better communication in that backfield for that DBs, and they need to come up with the linebacker play because they just teams that just keep ripping off big chunk plays, and a simple defense can hold that them damn chunk plays that these teams is getting. So I believe the Ravens, we got some. Once again, we're going to have to show it because we can't fall into the trap against the Bears. I, I hope we don't fall into the trap. I hope we, we can get everything up and running. Get it right. Get it tight, man. Because you can't you can't be like this in the playoffs against the AFC team. Although you, even if you go against the NFC team, you make it to the Super Bowl. They're just going to exploit you all that. High power comeback offense, man. The Dolphins already kind of showed, like, hey, this is what you can do against them. Now, you might don't have the same players we do, but it might work out for you, though. Check it out. <laughs> oh, man. Speaking of check it out, man, this prediction pool is getting crazy. Golly, like I said, I cannot hold the number one spot by myself anymore. I am now sharing this number one spot with my man, Kenny. My man, Kenny, came from fifth place. He came chuckling since Mike and Travis was keep on picking the same games and getting the same 
uh, score every goddamn uh, week for like the last two to three weeks. My man Kenny was just chucking along and he made his way up there in the top spot sitting neck to neck with me. <laughs> Sorry, Deshaun, you is one game behind us, buddy. <laughs> it is all love, though. And Mike is only two games behind us. It's sitting on first spot. Travis is four games behind. And everybody else is almost nine in the book, nine and low. <laughs> you know, so you know, y'all got y'all. I still got some weeks to at least narrow the gap just a little bit, but you know, it looks like I'm gonna be champ around her. <laughs> at least I'm trying to be, man. So, man, I want you know, thank y'all for participating, man. Just keep participating. The end goal is almost here. Somebody's going to get that My Thoughts, My Peer Sports Podcast shirt that says champ on it. You know what I mean? Says champ. Don't you want to be the champ? I want to be champ. Speaking of champ, man, let's talk about who's going to be big dog this week. Now, a lot of people probably not going to agree with me because it was like, oh, he ain't put that good of a stats and dot, dot, dot. I'm giving to Mac Jones this week. Mac Jones, welcome to Big Dog House this week, Big Dog. <laughs> Whole reason why I'm bringing Mac Jones into this because, like I said, doing my top four games, man, Shorty is showing poise and great development, and he's showing that his coaching staff is really putting him in the position to win. Shorty was looking good. Shorty is looking like that they ain't skip a beat other than last year because they had Cam Newton. At the Tom Brady. The life at the Tom Brady does not look as bad anymore now since Mac Jones is coming in and he's doing what he's doing. So, shout out to Mac Jones, man, for making Big Doghouse. Next week, man, I'm going to try to dig deeper other than finding quarterbacks because a lot of these Big Doghouses are starting to be quarterbacks. And I believe that there's some wide receivers, running backs, linebackers, even some offensive linemen that deserve some love out here, man. So I promise you, Big Dog House will not be a quarterback next week. I promise. <laughs> so once again, man, shout out to Mac Jones for making Big Dog House. <laughs> Let's get to this NBA, baby. NBA last night scores. We had the Bulls versus the Lakers. The Bulls came out on top, 121-103. Come on, Lakers. You is killing me, dog. Golly. I'm at DeMar DeRozan had 38 points. The Celtics and the Cavs. The Celtics came away with that one, 98-92. My man Jason Tatum had 23 points. The Kings and the Pistons. The Kings got that one, 129-107. My man Fox had 19 points. The Wizards and the Pelicans. The Wizards got that one, 105 to 100. Spencer Dinwiddie had 27 points. The Wizards, boy, I did not. I, I said they was going to be a good team, but I damn sure did not expect them to be number one in the East. So, man, shout out to them Washington Wizards, man. Keep balling down there. You making the NBA look a little better this year because we might have a Cinderella team this year. <laughs> Oh, man, the Magic and the Hawks. The Hawks got that one, 129 to 111. Uh, my man Ice Trey Young had 23 points. The Pacers and the Knicks. The Knicks finally got off that little slide. They got that 92 to 84. And my man Kemba Walk has 16 points. 
The Nuggets and the Mavs. The Mavs got that one. 100-101. Chris Porzingis had 29 points. And that's what the Mavs need. They need Porzingis to start scoring over 20 points a game. That's the only way I believe that the Mavs can even be competitive uh, throughout the season. Because the Mavs didn't really get no really good key free agents um, during the offseason. So the only way I believe that the Mavs can make it deep into the playoff is if Porzingis can be um, Lucas' sidekick and just keep scoring and, and play better defense. The Rockets and the Grizzlies. The Rockets still cannot get a victory yet. They still on this one game uh, in their win column. They lost to the Grizzlies 136-102. Job Moran had 22 points. The Suns and the T-Wolves. The Suns got that one, 99-96. My man Devin Booker had 29 points. The Heat versus the Thunder. The Heat got that one, 103 to 90, and they had to play hero ball because there's no Jimmy Butler. My man Tyler Hero had 26 points. Raptors versus Blazers. The Blazers got that one, 118 to 113. And my man CJ McCollum had 29 points. So, man, it was some good games uh, last night, boy. And uh, the games that's popping off tonight, let me, let me read that off to y'all. I'm surprised that I ain't. I ain't really jot those down. So let's let's try to get there real quick. The uh, games for the night, we got the Warriors and the Nets, the Sixers and the Jazz, the Spurs and the Clippers. Mm, I'm going to be tuned in on that Warriors and Nets game. And uh, I like the Warriors to win this one tonight. I like the Warriors to 70... Ooh. I like the Warriors to 76ers. And the Clippers tonight. So Warriors, Sixers, Clippers. That's who I'm picking tonight for the uh, tonight's game. Oh, yeah, man. Let me tell you about these top five NBA uh, leaders, man. I'm going to give you all the points, assists, rebounds, blocks, and steals. All right. Leading the way in points. We got KD with 29.6. Steph Curry with 28.1. DeMar DeRozan, 26.9. Giannis adding 26.5, and Paul George is adding 26.5. Woo! They throwing up some buckets in there, boy. I thought Steph would have been leading this category because he had some 50s and some 40s. But I guess Kevin Durant consistent 30s is better. <laughs> the assist-wise, CP3 is leading that with 10.2. James Harden have 9.3. Trey Young, 9.1. Russell Westbrook, 8.3. Dane Lillard, 8.1. Yeah, I can see Chris Paul leading that way. I can see James Harden coming in that that second. Rebounds. Rudy Gobert got 15.3. Jokic, 13.8. Valachonis has 13.2. Clint Capella has 11.6. Andre Drummond, uh, 11.5. Blocks, we got Miles Turner averaging 3.3, Al Horford 2.3, Mo Bamba 2.2, Anthony Davis 2.1, and John Jackson 1.9. And then for steals, Chris Paul leading this one, 2.6, Marcus Smart 2.5, Addis Caruso 2.5, Gary Trent Jr. 2.5, and Paul George 2.2. Woo-wee, boy. 
That's what's up, though. You know what I mean? I'm pretty sure that those top five in those categories is going to switch. You know what I mean? That's just, that just for the first 14 to 16 games or something like that. So I'm pretty sure it's going to bound to switch a little later. <laughs> you know, I get an update round close to, uh, I guess, all-star break. <laughs> you know what I mean? We'll see who's leading and who dipped off and who's still rising. <laughs> you know what I mean? Speaking of rise, man, I want to rise up out my seat and say thank y'all. Thank y'all for tuning in to My Thoughts, My Pants Sports Podcast, man. And without y'all, there, there's there's no me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Even though I love doing this, but I love the feedback that I'm getting uh, from my audience, man. So I'm going to just keep pushing it, man, and, and keep listening to me, man. Keep Keep sharing. Tell a friend that know a friend that want to be a friend, as I always keep telling y'all, man. Let them know that My Thoughts, My Pen Sports Podcast is out here. They can find us on Anchor, Spotify, Breaker, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. You know what I mean? And you can also find me on my IG. My IG will keep up my updated uh, episodes. What's up with the stats and scores that's going on in the uh, sports world? And, uh, and occasionally some motivational quotes. You know, just to keep you motivated, let you know that your thoughts and, and your Sorry, opinions you matter to you. Do you know what I mean? So, you know, follow my IG at my THTS, my opinion underscore sports podcast. If you don't have an IG and you got Twitter, follow me on Twitter. It's going to give you the same thing at my THTS, my opinion. You know, you want a segment you want me to talk about? You want to reach out to me and and you want to join the show. You want to give out stats, fact to fact. You want to come on here with the bully of the podcast world. Come holler at your boy. You can also reach out to me at my Gmail account at mythtsmyopinion at gmail.com, man. And once again, man, thank y'all for tuning in to My Thoughts, My Opinion. I holler at y'all Thursday to let y'all know that I'm going to be Number one in this prediction when I gave out my prediction this time. Kenny, your ass getting back in the back seat. <laughs> hey, man, I'll holler at y'all Thursday. And remember, man, if you ain't first, you last. Ricky Bobby.